This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. You're listening to Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture with me, Dashran Johan. We're continuing our coverage of GE15 and updates about the coalition that will ultimately ultimately form the government today. Up next, we'll be hearing from Juliet Jacobs, who spoke to Afi Rosheshri. He's a political scientist at University Tunku Abdul Rahman. And we're talking about what's happened. What, then they spoke about what happened in Pera now that the chief minister and exco has been sworn in. Here's the conversation. Hi, Afi. Thanks so much for joining me today. So we just want to get a sense of what's happening over in Perak. So we know with no party having the required 30-seat majority in the State Assembly, Harapan approached Barisan National. They formed a coalition government uh, with Barisan's yeah. Sarani Muhammad retaining his Menteri Besar post. Yeah? And also yeah, this sure. morning, yeah, uh, Perak swore, swore in 10 ex-co members from both BN and PN. Um, t- talk to me about the mood on the ground regarding this final formation or uh, this current shape of the government. Okay, uh, honestly speaking, there is a divide uh, emotions uh, mm-hmm. between the Pakatan Harapan and also the Barisan National members, especially the grassroots. But somehow, there is a positive side of it because um, uh, I went to a few places last night. Uh, I, can, I can see that uh, some of the supporters already met uh, among each other and then they are cheering uh, about the uh, the news and so on, so I do believe there is a, a positive side of uh, it. So, but uh, we'll see how uh, how the government performs and so on. But uh, this is what I can say at the moment. And and for Pakatan, uh, sorry, and for Perikatan national supporters, right? I mean, how how would you say they've been receiving this info since they were the bloc with the most number of seats? Yeah. Uh, for them, I can say they are the most frustrated one, mm-hmm. okay, because they are the one who won more seats, uh, 26 seats uh, over uh, 59 uh, altogether. Yeah. But somehow, uh, even though you have the highest numbers, but still, uh, you have to, uh, not enough uh, simple majority. Uh, but somehow, uh, I can see there is a, uh, the mood is uh, a bit sad. Okay, I can see that. Okay, but uh, even though the the the, the cell is uh, end up like this, but uh, this is democracy. We have to we have to accept it. <laughs> we have to accept it. Okay, all right. And maybe you can also help our listeners, you know, with with sharing how uh, you know or telling us more about the Barisan National and Pakatan Harapan sort of relationship in Pera specifically. Okay. Uh, yesterday, uh, I mean. Uh, uh, YB Howard uh, went to meet Dr. Uh, Sharani in Amno, uh, in Amno buildings in Perak. So I can see that uh, the relationship is getting better, all right, before, uh, if you compare before the uh, PRU, uh, GE15, uh, I can see the, the mood is uh, sheer. I mean, in, uh, both sides, they look happy with the decisions made, uh, especially for uh, for the people of Perak itself. And I can see uh, when the state government of Perak posting the news of the 10 school this morning, mm-hmm. uh, I can see a lot of uh, good uh, comments uh, from the netizens itself. And I think they really want the fast uh, governments because we really want to go for the Perak Sejahtera for 2030. Uh, regardless who who actually uh, head of the governments, but the most important thing is we have to 
take care of the people first. Bear up people have to go first. Yeah, okay. definitely. And could you give you know our listeners a sense of the EXCO makeup? So I know that three were from BN, seven were from Harapan. Uh, uh, talk to me in terms of you know, race, gender, representation and all of that. Okay, if we, based on the gender, we have two females. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, one from Barca National, uh, YB Salbia. She's from Temenggu. And then for the, uh, from the Pakatan, we have uh, Sandra Ng. Uh, she's a YB from Asia. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, okay, one uh, Indian rep, which is uh, YB Sivanesan. He's from Sunka. And then we have uh, uh, three, uh, two, two from the Chinese, uh, uh, YBT from Aulong and Wabilo from Jalung and also YB uh, Wukalyong. Uh, he's actually from Badama. So I can see that in terms of the seats, uh, we can see there's a rap from uh, Malay, Chinese and also Indian and especially gender. We have two, even though it's still low. Uh, if you ask me, mm. eh, I think <laughs> we must we must have more than female rap. But at the moment, I can see that this is a good lineup. Okay, all right. And has anything been said about the sort of policy agenda of this new PHBN government in Perak? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they still will go for this uh, Perak Sejahtera 2030. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a big, uh, huge uh, policy uh, planned by Barisan last time. And I think with the new... Uh, our trade coalitions uh, from Pakatan Harapan, uh, Harapan, I think we can have better. Uh, we can have better uh, policy, especially uh, in in these coming years. Uh, almost for, uh, for sure for 2050, we are going to have a lot of issues, especially in terms of economics and so on. I think it will be a great uh, coalition, uh, great uh, partnerships, and I hope uh, we can see this uh, high school lineup will end their terms eh, for five years. Mm, okay, so um, uh-huh. just going back to the Perak Sejahtera, so the main focus of that was, you know, I, I guess uh, economic empowerment, you know, um, those sorts of yes. things, is it? Yeah, economic empowerment. Basically, it's about jobs, uh, jobs opportunity mm-hmm. is one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, economic is another one. Housing is also the main scope for this Perak Sejahtera and also for the athletes. Uh, is more on the uh, food banks. Uh, this is what we planned eh, from the previous one, from Bryson, because uh, we know that uh, most of our goods are actually from imports. Mm. So the Perak uh, plan to have their own uh, products. Eh? So these coming years, eh, because this plan actually started already. So we'll see how, because uh, if we manage to to fulfill all these 2030 Perak data, I think Perak will have no problem with the issues of foods and so on. Okay, so really a focus on, you know, improving the lives of yes. uh, Perak, uh, Perak folks themselves. Yes. Okay, all right. And, yeah. and we're going to see, hopefully, a continuity of that uh, with this yes. new uh, coalition government. Okay, excellent. Correct, correct. Just one last question. Um, Trung- uh-huh. Trunganu Exco Dr. Azman Ibrahim said, and I'm going to quote him here, Sabala sahabat-sahabat PN di Perak, kalian telah berusaha sebaik mungkin demi masa depan negeri Perak. 21 bukan Melayu, tambah 12 Melayu. Itulah gabungan PH dan BN yang memerintah Perak. So basically saying, you know, my friends in in Perikatan National, you know, just be patient. You've worked hard, but now this new government is, you know, 21 non-Malays and 12 Malays in it. 
how will these sorts of, you know, you know, racially charged expressions impact public sentiment on the ground in Pera, as far as you can uh, comment? Uh, I can say this is also the fear that uh, faced by the Sarawakians at the moment. Uh, I think one of the reasons why the Wakilakaran Harapan, the, uh, especially the GPS, are reluctant to, to go for Perikatan Nation because of this sentiment. Uh, we are already in 2022 because this is uh, something I, I can say that this is uh, uncivilized. Okay? Sorry to say this is uncivilized because we are heading to 2023 next year and then we are still playing the racial cards, ethnic racials and so on. So uh, be measured. Yeah, <laughs> I can say that please uh, be measured in politics. Okay? Because the riot... Looking at us all the times, uh, because you have to understand the word of democracy itself, uh, uh, the power of the people, for the people, and government of the people. So we have to uh, serve for the riot, okay? And then whatsoever we said uh, uh, will be uh, will be the some sort of benchmark for the riot itself. So what to say? All right. So this is uh, two racial. Okay. Okay. Especially in Perak because we are living in harmony and so on, so we don't have any issue before. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> we are really reject these uh, uh, statements and so on for Perakians. That was Afi Rosehazri, a political scientist from University Tunku Abdul Rahman. And this is all from us today, but we will continue to bring you all the latest news and analysis on the political front on the evening edition later today. This has been Dashan Johan on Live and Learn, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.